Hello and welcome to episode three of View from the Sideline podcast. I'm Chris and Rich is here. Hi everyone. Um, again, just another massive thank you to everyone who has uh, liked uh, us on our different social medias and shared us um, all over Twitter. Um, I've actually got a special mention um, for another podcast. Um, they're called A Burkamp Wonderland. Um, they gave us a little shout out um, on Twitter as well, and that helped us get a few more views on YouTube. Um, also, we've had um, some feedback through Twitter. Um, Adam has contacted us um, with quite a good topic that we are actually going to use probably within the next couple of weeks um, about loans and does the loan system work in this country. Um, he's also mentioned some stuff about maybe getting the lower leagues involved, which we are going to look at at some point um, in the near future. And Rich is now going to discuss what we're talking about this week. Yeah, so this week we've got the weekly teaser again. So uh, I hope you're ready, Chris. I've got I've got an absolute beauty for you this week. Um, and then we're going to go into a review of the weekend's matches. Uh, then we've got Chris's topic for this week, which is the Champions League and Europa League draws from last week. So we'll be taking a look at the chances for the British sides involved. Um, no predictions this week because it's an international break, but we will summarise the predictions from the week just gone. Uh, and then we'll finish off with the reveal of the weekly teaser. Um, just go through the ways you can get in touch with us again and uh, just let you know what we're going to be doing next week because we've got a special podcast for you next week. OK, so uh, Rich, uh, go ahead with your teaser for this week. Uh, hopefully it's going are, to be a little bit this, a little bit easier because are you ready for this so yeah, go what, on, I want, what I want you to tell <clears throat> me is which current Premier League club was relegated in the first ever season of the Premier League <sighs> so just to, it won't help you at all but I'll let you know so the teams that got relegated in the first ever Premier League season were Nottingham Forest, Middlesbrough, and I want you to tell me the other club that was relegated, but they are a current Premier League club. So again, a 1 in 20 chance. Well, the odds are probably a little bit smaller than that, actually, because I can probably eliminate a few of them already, but... I'm not sure you were actually born then, were you? Yeah. How old were you then? So what was that, 90... When did they start Premier League? 92? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I've been four or five. Oh, we well, should have been paying attention. You should know this. <laughs> but we'll, right, we'll, well, we'll I will do that later on. If yeah, can, well, I'll, I'll try and have, have a, on try and have a think about that whilst we're talking. Okay, so uh, we'll go into the weekend's review, um, and there is no other place that I really want to start than uh, the Watford-Tottenham game, and I'm sure Rich is going to have a big opinion on this side, because, um, yeah, it was, uh, it, was a good, it was a good game if you're a Watford fan, not so much if you're a Tottenham fan. So, Rich, I'll let you uh, have a little talk about I, this one. I think it was a great game if you're a Watford fan. I don't think there's any doubt about that. I think I, I could have two heads on here. I could have my, my Tottenham fan head on or I could have a, a neutral head on. But I think 
from a from a Spurs point of view, I've got to be honest. As soon as I saw that Lloris was not playing, and Vaughan was between the sticks, I, I I think it's probably the same for a lot of Premier League clubs. But whenever your backup keeper seems to play, you just you lose any confidence your team's got that they're going to win. So, but just just sorry, just quick question: Was was Lloris not playing because of the? Incident that happened. No, he had a, so, he, he had a thigh strain, I think. Okay, so it was an injury, from, from not, week before. not yeah, fire, he, okay, wasn't, no. he wasn't on the bench. He wasn't even in the squad. But oh, okay. I think the in a way, Spurs scoring was the worst thing that could happen to them because I thought it was quite even um, before before the own goal, and there were sort of some half chances. I think in the, in the whole game, Spurs had like two shots on target, but. Honestly, as soon as as soon as Spurs scored, Watford just turned into a different team. They were just piling on the pressure, and for the first time in a long time, I just didn't think that Spurs coped with it very well. And they conceded two bad goals, really, two set piece goals, two headers, um, and it just wasn't it just wasn't a great game. But I, I, Watford deserved to win it. There's, there's no doubt about that. I think, I think yeah. the best team won, really. But the, the other frustrating thing for me was why why he didn't keep Danny Rose in the team. I thought he had a really good game against United, but Ben Davies came back in, yeah. and I, I know he likes to rotate the fullbacks, but I just I, I would have played Rose personally. But yeah, w- w- Watford deserved to win it, so so I can't, I've got I can't a little. Say much more than that got a little thing for you to think about right now so the so what uh the season before leicester won the league they ended up on 41 points they won 11 drawn eight and lost 19 games last season watford ended up on 41 points they won 11 they drawn eight and they lost 19 games are you saying Watford are going to win the league? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just they, I, they've had they've had a good start. But I, I would, saw I that and it made it made me think for all of about five seconds that would it ever happen again? And I thought no. That I, I thought I think, I think I the was quite good. Of that game was was Pochettino's face when when the final whistle went and when he was interviewed after he just looked gutted he just looked so disappointed and I think that's the way most Spurs fans felt to be honest but well done to Watford tough game next next though for you well yeah let's not talk about that at the moment <laughs> all right so um, um, but, uh, the wounds are still healing <laughs> the uh the early kickoff Saturday was the Leicester Liverpool game um a few things on this obviously the the, the glaring error by uh, Carius number two, aka Allison. Um, now, I know, I know, keep, keepers. You know, they like they like to do a bit with their feet now and again, but I think probably then was not the time to do it. Um, probably a bit overconfidence, maybe. I thought. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't really think there's there's ever a good time for a keeper to try and take on a centre forward that's that's closing them down. But I, I just, I can't, I can't help but think that we, we worry too much about keeper errors. They're all, they're always going to be highlighted, yeah. especially if they lead to a goal. But it, 
if they didn't take three points from that game, I think yeah, it's an error. It's it's, it's a pretty bad error, but I think we can. He's kept so three you, clean sheets in a row. I think we can give him that. one. So do you think because they won, he kind of gets a free pass on this one that it didn't actually cause yeah, him to probably, lose the game? Because I actually probably. thought that that Leicester actually played quite well, and I didn't think Liverpool defensively were as good as what they've been in the previous three games, but. Um, no, I think I think the I think when Liverpool got the second right on half time, I, I thought that was going to kill the game. But to yeah. be fair to Leicester, they came out and I think I think they had the better of the second half. Definitely, really. isn't it, yeah. a lot of pressure on Liverpool. But the one thing about Liverpool, in, especially in the second half, that that's probably a game last maybe the last couple of seasons that they wouldn't have won. No, they wouldn't have won that. They they would have buckled under the pressure. They have ended up drawing or losing. They, I, I I hate to say it, but I think they did pretty well. But just just on Leicester, Madison looks a looks a quality player for them. He looks a really good sign. Yes, yeah, so they signed him game. from Norwich, didn't they? In the the summer, because I think there was a few clubs after him. Uh, yeah, he looks he looks a good player. He, he does look, a good player. Yeah, and obviously Vardy's that's his last game of his suspension, so he'll be back. But yeah. Leicester will be all right. They'll be it, all right. It was, a, it was a good game. Yeah, uh, Brighton Fulham. Uh, 2-2, entertaining game. Mitrovic again scoring um, for Fulham. And obviously Glenn Murray getting the goals for Brighton. I think Mitrovic is your ideal fantasy football player to put put in your fantasy team. Yeah, yeah, he's he's, he's probably not too (laughs) expensive, but he's going to score goals. But to to be honest with you, just, just as I was thinking that, he went and went and handled it in the area and gave away the penalty but yeah it was um not was great not great yeah, not uh, sure concentrating i think he lost sight of it yeah it just came down but as a new if you're a newcastle fan you must look at mitrovic and just kind of think why why would why would we sell him if if you know he if he can play that well because he basically basically mitrovic has went and played in the championship for a season just to prove that he can score goals, and he's come up to back up to the Premier League now, and he's still scoring goals. Yeah, I just find maybe, it hard to believe. Maybe he, didn't, maybe he just didn't want to be at Newcastle. No. I, don't know, I think he's. I think. I, I think he's a good player. I think he's. He's got goals in him, but he's got. He's got a bit of a crazy error yeah. as well. But it was. It was a funny game. I thought. I think from Fulham's point of view, they'll be sort of gutted that they let a two-nil lead slip. But Brighton, on the other hand, from two 0 down, they'll be they'll be happy with a point. Definitely one but of them. I, all... think, I know I, I know I tipped Fulham to go down, but they they play some really good football. Their first goal mm. was 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 brilliant. The pass and the movement, and then the finish. But I just I don't. I think this game kind of proved my my thinking really. I, I don't. I'm not sure Fulham have got a got a lot of backbone in them. I think they they could be a bit easy to roll over at times. Yeah. Right, so next up is potential champions in Chelsea against Bournemouth. Um, another dominating performance from Chelsea, but yet again another opposition that have decided to, to sit back and, and try and get a point out of the game rather than really show any sort of attacking play yeah. to be honest but I think yeah but you, you say that but Bournemouth had some really good chances they had uh, they had uh, one oh. good chat with Callum Wilson he, sh- he should have scored that 
Yeah, Nathan Aki had had another one as well when it was Yeah, but he all. wouldn't he wouldn't dare score against Chelsea. We we made that boy. He, he wouldn't score against Chelsea. <laughs> he missed that. He looked at the crowd. He looked at the crowd and he thought, "I can't do it. Can't. <laughs> I can't score against." He, he stuck it. He put his foot oh, back. I would have loved it if he'd scored, then kissed the badge. That really that, annoys that, me. I've seen. Did you see Courtois do that at the weekend? Oh yeah, he's for Roman. Uh, but I, I thought I thought Bournemouth played pretty well, to be honest. I, in, I agree with Eddie Howe when he said after the game that, that they were in the game for the whole ninety minutes, and I completely agree with that. They had some really good chances, and at nil nil it was kind of anyone's game. But yeah. I see that uh, he brought Giroud and Pedro on, didn't he, for William and Morata? Right. Didn't even know Morata still played for Chelsea, to be honest. He's that non-existent. Um, but that that kind of changed the game. I think the talking point for that one is uh, your best mate Alonso. You think he should have been sent uh, off? Oh, there, there was a few. There was a few for his second yellow. I, I wonder when when he blocked the throw in. If he wasn't on a yellow card, I think the ref would have booked him. He would have got booked for that. That's what I put. That's what I. That's what I thought as well. That he, he's probably lucky in a sense that he's already. He had been. Already booked. So I think the referee kind of let him off that one. But yeah, I, agree. I, think... I agree. But a, a good, a good win for Chelsea. Four out of four. Four out of four. Cardiff um, next think, at home as well. Yeah, I think there's a stat going around that there's uh, only five Premier League managers, new Premier League managers, have won their first four games in a row, and three of them are Chelsea. Three of them oh, are Chelsea managers. We pick them, mate. We pick them. Well, they just yeah. don't last very long after the first season. That's no, it. that's <laughs> it. They win the first four and it falls apart. Okay. Uh, Palace and Saints. This was obviously on paper a bit of a shock result, I would say. Obviously, Saints not having the best start to the season, um, but definitely the best that Southampton have played for some time, especially going forward. And obviously, a couple of weeks ago, I did mention about Danny Ings and that probably wouldn't bring them many goals but he's actually started off really well I think he's scored in his last three away games for Southampton so yeah, I, I he's obviously doing pretty I well I wasn't sure what he'd bring to Saints but the, the thing with, with Palace I'm sure everyone knows this like stat alert coming your way Chris if Zaha doesn't play Palace don't win no uh, literally so he was so I heard he was injured in training if I was Roy Hodgson I wouldn't I wouldn't let him train I would literally rest him all week and just let him play at the weekend. Because without idea. him, they're just a completely different team. Completely different team. Yeah. Um, the Saints keeper had a good game. Yeah, he's just been called, called off for some, England. Some good save. And he played for Yeovil a few years back. Oh, did he? Are they yeah. going for a windfall? Then? So that's another one. Going for England now. Um, but Palace that, didn't help themselves. Their defending for the first goal was atrocious. Yeah, and then the handball. I mean, it was it was easier to kick it than it was to handle it. But he still went with his hand. But yeah. Charlie Austin sort of let him off with a penalty, and then that wasn't a great penalty. That was no, it was a poor penalty. But it was so slow. Win. So he's down the middle. Was... Yeah, <laughs> a good a good win for Saints, but Palace were were pretty poor. If I was yeah. a Saints fan, and we. You didn't win that game. I would have been a bit annoyed. So um, the Everton Huddersfield game, um, Huddersfield 
good point for them. I would have thought Everton will probably be quite disappointed by that game, to be honest. It's probably a game that they probably thought that they should be getting three points in. But Huddersfield actually defended really well. It's the first time I've actually seen Huddersfield would defend that well for some time. Um, I, thought, I thought a draw was a fair result, to be honest. In the I end, thought, it was, I yeah. Huddersfield, I thought Huddersfield were pretty solid. My, my, my thing with Everton is I, I can't, I can't see how they've actually improved from last year. I know they've brought Richarlison and, and and a few other players, but he's out suspended. But they, Without, I, I can only sort of mm. see him finishing seventh or eighth again. Okay, so the uh, West Ham Wolves game. Um, to be honest with you, not the best of games in the world that I've ever seen. Um, unfortunately, probably the worst game of the weekend. Um, not really many many think many points to take away from it to be honest. I'd, I'd say it's the worst game of the weekend if you're a West Ham fan. They, Another they, defeat. They, they, they've got no fight. It almost looks as if the players aren't making any sort of effort. There's a lot of walking going around. But I, I think for that one, I don't think necessarily think the focus should be on how poor West Ham are, but it is, it's, I think it's a really... Okay, so the uh, West Ham Wolves game, um, to be honest with you, not the best of games in the world that I've ever seen. Um, unfortunately, probably the worst game of the weekend. Um, not really many, many, think, many points to take away from it, to be honest. I'd, I'd say it's the worst game of the weekend if you're a West Ham fan. They, Another they, defeat. They, they, they've got no fight. It almost looks as if the players aren't making any sort of effort. There's a lot of walking, going around. But I, I think for that one, I don't think necessarily think the focus should be on how poor West Ham are. But it is. It's, I think it's a really good win for Wolves. Yeah, especially to, right at the end of the game as well. Again, they're going to surprise a lot of people. And with Traore, who who scored the goal. He's so quick. Unbelievably so quick. If he's used as like an impact sub in the last ten, fifteen minutes of games, he's gonna he's gonna open defences up with his pace. So yeah, West Ham we can we can say a lot of new players takes time to gel as much as we want, but they've got to start winning at some point. Yeah, four well, four defeats out of four is not not especially if you're a new manager at a club. Doesn't really look good for you, does it? If no, you but they've got a lot games. of good players. They've got a lot of good players. Yeah, um, but they're and I think I think they'll stick with Pellegrini. They're not going to well, get hope, rid of them. I hope they do. They I mean, won't get rid of them. They I can. The, I hope the fans sort of stick with them because I'm, I'm sure they'll come good. I, I don't. They're not going to get relegated, but they're not going to be top four. So I'm not sure what the expectation is yeah. for, for West Ham fans this year, but. A good win for Wolves. They'll they'll surprise a lot of teams this year, I think. City Newcastle, a two-one win for Manchester City. Um, Sterling scoring the first goal for City. Newcastle getting back into the game, I think, was quite a surprise. The way that the game was being played, um, Manchester City were dominating, but then Newcastle got one break and scored from it. Um, it was completely against the run of play. Yeah, but um, this is the. This is kind of like what you mentioned about Bournemouth sort of parking the bus, if you like, and even Huddersfield to a certain extent. But that's, that seems to be Newcastle's game. 
at the moment. I know they've played some. I know they've played some big teams, but I just, I just, I'm not, I'm not sure where they go. I'm not sure where where Newcastle go. To be honest, it's hard. It problem is playing. They they played like that against Chelsea as well last week. And yeah, they that didn't... was at home though, but that's, yeah. that's not like Newcastle. I think the only the only thing that I was impressed with about Newcastle in that game was the keeper. I like I like their keeper, but yeah, if, he had it a wasn't, good game. if it wasn't for him, it would have been more. You sort of going away to to City and losing two one. Some you you could almost say it's not a bad result. So do you, do you think that they went they defended in that game like they did because they just didn't want to concede more than two three goals for goal difference purposes later on down in the season? I th- I think they probably went there to get a point, but with City scoring relatively early, I think yeah. I think it changes the game plan and Newcastle. It was against a run of play, but a goal's a goal, isn't it? And then. Sort of Carl Walker's goal. I, I don't think he'll hit many better than that. But it, it was all it was all City. I mean, yeah. it, if they had their finishing boots on, it would have been a lot more. And if it wasn't for the keeper as well, but City winning, grinding out a, a result, I guess, which is a bit of a worry for everyone else. Yeah, Cardiff New, uh, Cardiff, Cardiff Arsenal, um, three two winners for Arsenal. Um, Arsenal again looking very shaky at the back. When it, even even this is no disrespect to Cardiff at all. Even against Cardiff, they looked every time Cardiff went forward, Ar- Arsenal just didn't know what they needed to do. They didn't know where they needed to be. And this whole playing out from the back for them with Czech, I think it happened twice in like the first fifteen twenty minutes. He got the ball, tried to play it out from the back, and they've nearly shot themselves in the foot basically yeah I'm not I'm not sure I check out a few wobbly moments but I'm not sure why they bought a new keeper and spent a lot of money on him it seems it's, it's and, very and strange and check still playing but I think Arsenal's they've got going forward they've got some brilliant players but That's, they're always well, they're always a bit suspect at the back and I'm not sure they've I'm not sure they've sorted that out this season no that's what saved them really at the weekend was the fact that they had going goal to Cardiff is always going to be mm. difficult. Like back in the Premier League, the fans are going to be up for it, the players are going to be up for it. But I mean, it's the, it's Cardiff got their first goal since they got promoted, so that that's one thing. I think they'll but, take a lot from that game, Cardiff. I think that they yeah, they'll see that I they do. can break these teams down, that they can go forward, they can score goals. I think we expected Arsenal to win, but I don't. Yeah. I don't think we expected it to be as close as it was. But no. yeah, a, a win's a win, isn't it? And I think yeah. it, it won't do Cardiff any harm. It'll do their confidence, the world of good. So the uh, Burnley Manchester United game, uh, pretty straightforward win for Manchester United. Another defeat for Burnley, and again another defeat after playing a Europa League game on a Thursday. Um, yeah, they're, they're out now, aren't they? Yeah, they're out. So, so so they'll that be all right now. <laughs> I, 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 I would say that's probably the best team United could have played after the At start point, of the season yeah. they've had. Normally, going to Burnley is quite a tricky game, but since they've been in Europa League, I think they 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 look tired. So yeah. I'd say it was it was probably the perfect game for United. 
What did you think about sending off? Oh, I, I don't know. It's tricky. You're going to get, you're, if you do that, you're going to get sent off. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't headbutt him. No, they he gets, they, they, sort of like so they make, foreheads, but so they make contact thing, head to head, but so, so this is all built up from a tackle that Barsley's made, but yeah. then after the tackle, he's, he's kicked at Rashford. Yeah. Rashford is, reacted in a, in a way he probably shouldn't react on a football pitch because you know as soon as you go head to head if you're making that first contact you are going to be sent off but would you say that Bardsley was lucky not to have been sent off as well but do you think or do you think what, he didn't what, see the, the tackle well for the the tackle was all right it was the kick after the tackle yeah but he got a yellow card but the the, the, the bit that I found a bit strange is if you watch it after Rashford does the initial contact head to head, yeah, Bardsley does exactly the same thing. But back he's to him. he's provo- he's trying to provoke Rashford into doing something yeah, else. Clearly, in, in in my opinion, what Bardsley does to Rashford after is is, is, is no different. The same, so I think yeah. they, if you're going to send Rashford off, I think you've got to send Bardsley. That's off what as I well. thought. I think, he, I think he got the yellow for kicking out. Yeah, but does that not you? You've seen players sent off for that sort of stuff before, so I don't. I, you have, but I don't understand. I, mean, I, I, I agree with you. If you're Rashford and you do what he did, nine times out of ten you're going to get sent off. But watch it afterwards. Yeah. In like the melee after after it, Bardsley does exactly the same back to Rashford, but he doesn't get sent off. But I think from from the point of view of the game, I think. I think United played well, to be honest. I think Lukaku looked good, got the two goals. I think United looked pretty comfortable, to be honest. I don't think Burnley offered offered that much of a threat. No. Unfortunately, the, the the game will probably be overshadowed by the red card. Yeah, but I don't know if that takes the takes some of the attention away from United. Is that is that a bad so thing for them? Mourinho will probably but, be quite happy about that if it takes the attention off them. Yeah, five minutes, but it, so. it was a it was a good result. He he was kind of in like a no-win situation, but that's why I think if they played Burnley at home, there would have been a lot more pressure on them. But going away, 2-0 win, it's a good, good result, result for them, I think. Apart okay. from Pogba's penalty, that was poor. There was a lot of poor penalties this weekend. Yeah, there was. Not a good weekend for penalties. So this week's um, topic of choice... Um, I chose, but um, it was quite an easy one to choose, really, because of the um, Champions League and Europa League draws. Um, but just wanted to, to briefly talk about um, how we think the English clubs will, will get on this in this season's competition. So you've got Tottenham, Liverpool, Man City and Man United in the Champions League and Arsenal and Chelsea in the Europa League. Um so, um, as a Tottenham fan, Rich, your draw, Barca into PSV, not the easiest of, of groups that you could have been handed. No, no, it's not. But I think there, there's a couple of ways you can look at it. I think when we drew Madrid and Dortmund last year, I don't think anyone gave us much hope of getting through. Wow. Yeah, a lot of people have written um, you off. But I think, and at the end of the day, if you, if you, 
you want to be playing in the Champions League to be playing the best teams in Europe. Um, I know we'll come on to Chelsea later on, but if you look at it as a comparison, if you want a, if you want a decent game of football, Spurs v Barca is probably better than Chelsea versus Bate Borisov from Belarus. <laughs> so, but I, mean, I, 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 I think, so what might... It's, it's a difficult group to predict, but I think that the first round of games is quite an interesting one in that group. So Barca have got PSV at home, so you'd expect Barca to get a victory there. And Spurs are away at Inter. And I, I think if if the Barcelona game goes as you would expect, and if Spurs can get something in Milan, I think that just puts them on, on a good footing. Because you, you would imagine that Barca, you'd imagine if Barca win every game that they play in the group stages, you're playing for second place. Yeah. So it's Spurs go into Milan and Spurs go into Eindhoven that are the sort of the crunch games. But I think I think we can qualify from that. I group. think you'll get through. I have, I have, I when I was um, looking into it earlier um, at the weekend. Um, I was looking at it, and I'm pretty sure the games against PSV, you should be able to win both of those. I think the Inter Milan one is going to be where I think you might be able to get something against Barcelona, maybe, but just saying that you don't, obviously the games against Inter Milan are going to be pretty crucial. And I think if you can get a draw against them, in your first yeah, game. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. The only thing Spurs need is, is someone to actually play the games. Yeah, you actually need that's a stadium the, to play yeah, these that's, games. Yeah, that's half the battle. But well, I've seen I'd, that they I'd, are... I'd, 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 say we, I'd say we can go through from that group. Yeah. I don't think... Is, is, is playing Real Madrid at home much different to playing Barca at home? Probably not. Um, I, I mean, if we turned Barca over, that would be amazing, but... I think as a Spurs fan, to see people like Messi and sort of Coutinho and that playing, it, it, it's not every every week that happens. No. But I think I think we'll be all right. I can see us qualifying from that group. Yeah, well, I've I, I've I've done a little mini prediction on that one. I think you will get through. So um, thanks, mate. But I that don't see you getting them much further than the the round of sixteen because I think if the problem is if you finish second. You're going to come out against one of the big clubs again. But you don't know who's going to win the groups, do you? Yeah, well, yeah, I can see that. But I, I just hope... Real, well, Real, Real Madrid let me rephrase it, what they, I just they said. They came second in their group last year and they won it. I'll, re- I'll rephrase what I said. I, Bi- I don't Munich, want you getting further than the I'm not trying to prove you wrong, Chris, but I'm sure like Bayern Munich came second in their group as well. All oh, right, all right. Um, we'll quickly just go over some of the other ones. So Liverpool, Napoli, PSG, and uh, Red Star. Um, again, That's the same this is, for me. This so... is going to be the same as the Tottenham one. So you'll have probably PSG win five out of six of the games. Yeah, and then... The first game, the first Liverpool's first game in that group is home to PSG. So I think it I think it follows the same the same sort of pattern as the as the Spurs group. If Liverpool can get something out of that game, home to PSG because Napoli are a good side. Yeah, I think I think that's where again again Napoli are a very good side, and I think that 
they they can if they if they turn out on the day they can probably beat Liverpool but I I still see Liverpool probably going through that group. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't disagree. I, th- mm-hmm. I think Liverpool. I think Liverpool will will probably come second. I think PSG will probably win it, but I think I, I can see Liverpool getting past that. Yeah. Uh, the next group, uh, Manchester City's group, which has got Hoffenheim, Lyon, and Shakhtar Donetsk in it. Probably handed one of the easier draws of, of the competition. Hoffenheim, uh, obviously in Germany, um, not that they're, they're an okay team, but you'd expect City to probably win win both of those. They might have the troubles against Lyon, maybe away, but again, I, I can't I can't see them not progressing. No, I think I think that's a bit of a given. With I think City, I think City will will go through there. Out of the other out of the other three teams. Yeah, it's between Leon or Shakhtar, isn't yeah, it? But isn't they're a good side. Something about Shakhtar's like off season or something that um, they wouldn't have played a lot of a lot of matches because when are their when their league starts, something like that. Yeah, but I think it's a straight shootout between those two. I think I think City will easily qualify from that. I don't. I can't see them having any problems, and I think this this year, I think Pep will probably. He'll he'll want to win the Champions League. I think. I think definitely. I think he'll. It'll he maybe he'll rest players in the Premier League when he knows he's got Champions League coming up. But I think that's well, I the think one he knows. He fact, knows I that think the fact they've got a more than winnable group. Yeah, so and the board that they can that they'll be in a place where they can maybe put a lot of a, a lot of. Uh, a lot of focus on the knockout stages. I don't think yeah. they need to worry too much. Even I think, even sort of their second string with with the players they've got on the bench and the depth of their squad. I think they will. Um, I think they'll get through that group quite comfortably. Um, United have got Juve, Valencia, and Young Boys in their group. That's it. Obviously, it, it, the Juve game is going to be. It depends what Man United. Last year they were in the same group as Sevilla, and I oh know that was the knockout stages, wasn't it? They lost to Sevilla. Yeah. So I think Valencia are a decent side, but if 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 the Man United we know that is there or turns up, I think they'll get out of that group. I th- yeah, I've I've got them get. I think Juve will top that group. Man United will be second. I, I, yeah, I agree. Although although I think Valencia might be probably a tricky game going there. Um, I can probably see Man United. Even probably winning all three of their home games, um, but we'll see. So um, I have done a little prediction on who I think will get to the final in the Champions League this year. Okay. Um, so I've I've gone. This, for is, this is going to be a bold statement, Chris. Well, yeah, this is before they've before even the started any of the games. Yeah. So I I think I think it will be PSG and Man City final. Mm. And it's I, not I, a bad show. It's not I, a bad show. I think I think that PSG will prob. I think this might be PSG's year to win it. The thing is with PSG is they've got that their their domestic league is is pretty straightforward for them. I would say they've they've definitely got games in there where they can literally just field a reserve side and still comfortably probably win and get three points which gives 
the more experienced players are going in the Champions League and obviously try and uh, try and get to the final. But I think I think a lot of I think a lot of top European clubs are like that though. Their their squads are so mm. so sort of full of talent. But I, I think Barca will win it. You think Barca? Yeah, I think mm. they'll I think they'll take it back this year. I think they look good. So we'll I think, move over. I think they've always got goals in them. So yeah, we'll move over to the Europa League now, which is some would say a bit of a hindrance, but I'm not going to say hindrance. I won't, I won't talk in this bit, Chris, because I'm not linked to the Europa League in any way. Mm-hmm. Being, okay. being in the Champions League. Next year, next year. <laughs> I think. I think both. I, I just to summarise it quickly from my point of view. I think both. I think both the groups that Arsenal and Chelsea are in, uh, I'd, I'd be surprised if they didn't top those groups. I think the only uh, sport in Lisbon, I mean, they're a good side, but I mean, they've Arsenal lost, should. They've lost half their squad. Yeah, Arsenal, Arsenal should be. Sh- Arsenal should beat them, and yeah. with Chelsea, I think it's PAOK. Uh, they're in the Champions League playoffs, I think, and they lost to Benfica. Yeah. So that so they've dropped down to the Europa League, but I can't, I can't see either of them having any problems. Really. So I'll the quickly only... run through the group. So Arsenal have got a carrier bag of <laughs> carrier bag. <laughs> um, total total squad value of five. Carrier bag, yeah. Uh, Sport in Lisbon and oh, this is a very hard one to say. Vorskla of the yeah, Ukraine, we're just, we're just, yeah, we we'll refer to them as the Ukrainian side. The Ukrainian side, and then Chelsea have got Barte Borisov, which mentioned obviously from Belarus, POK of Greece, and Vidyatin of Hungary. Um, so I'll just quickly summarise my thoughts on the draw. That obviously for both sides, they were they were always going to probably be quite straightforward games for them. Um, I can see Chelsea probably winning six out of six. It's not from a non. It's not from a biased point of view. It's just they probably should be winning all six of those games home and away. Um, I think but, the, the only but, hindrance that the, the Europa League has on you is the Thursday Sunday. Yeah. For, for the Premier League, but I, I again, I think this is where this is where Chelsea will will use their squad. I think you'll find people like Loftus Cheek and that will be playing in these. That's games exactly, if, exactly what I was going to say. If, this will be a chance um, for Danny, those players. If Danny still there, I think he'll be. He'll be playing. I think this will be a chance for those players to, to kind of step up and show, you know, they've they've said, especially Loftus Cheek has come out and said a lot that you, you know, you want he wants to be in that first team. So it'll be games like this where he has to go out there and and kind of shine uh, and, and show obviously everyone that what he can do. Because I've got no, I I personally think he probably should be playing. He should be in that squad. Somehow they should fit him in. Yeah, but, yeah I agree. Um, I agree. With I Arsenal, I I, I, again, pretty straightforward for them that they should qualify easily. Um, but I, I, I think I, I would I would be pretty confident in saying that I think um, all six of the English teams will will get out of their groups. Yeah, I think I think I think Chelsea will win the Europa League. I think they'll win it. They won it in. Is that, in 2013. is that meant to be impressive to win the Europa League? Name the last... Excuse me. It'll get you in the Champions League, so it won't matter if you finish fifth. So, name the last English club to win the Champions League. 
English club to win the Champions League. Yeah. Let me guess, Chelsea. Correct, 2012. So, and I, I tried, I tried to have a look at, at Tottenham in there of the last time they won the Champions League, mate. And I, I don't know. I the the records must have, uh, they must have somehow got mixed well, up. Cause you, you I never couldn't know, find their cause, name. Cause the one I've thing I'd say is we've got a better chance of winning it than Chelsea have this year. Definitely, 100% yeah. you have a better chance of winning the Champions You won't you win go. it, but you've got a better chance than well, us. Well, you never it. know. You never know. So quick, on the Europa League as well, last 15 last fifteen seasons of the Europa League, or UEFA Cup as it was known as well, nine times out of the last 15 a Spanish club has won it. Yeah, but that's... It, it's literally Sevilla and that have won it pretty much every year. It's pretty but good, I though. Don't know. Well, I, I, Chelsea have got, I mean, of course, they've got a decent chance. It all depends who, who falls down from the Champions League. Could be a Spurs Chelsea final. You never know. Yeah, but I've seen I've seen Tottenham in finals, mate. They don't they don't play so well. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that was uh, <laughs> this week's topic. That <laughs> uh, was quite fun, actually. I quite enjoyed that. Um, Rich, just a quick note on the predictions. I believe yeah. you got some stuff there. Yeah. So uh, as I mentioned earlier, we we, we won't be doing predictions uh, for this coming week because it's the uh, international break. So. The, the predictions will be back for next week's pod uh, for the games next weekend. So, uh, yeah, it was my, my brother Chris was the, was the guest predictor for the week just gone. Um, I don't think we'll go through the scores too much because he won't be too happy. No, uh, I've posted, looked at his results. <laughs> yeah, but they weren't great. Um, we've, we've posted a sort of a mini table on on Facebook and on Twitter today because uh, we've had two rounds, so we've had the two guest predictors. So um, Chris and I are leading the way so far, so I guess that's a good sign. That but I've, I've lost. What we're talking about. I've lost the bit of paper I had, or the what we predict the results as, and I've actually lost the one that I got correct. Which is the one that I actually got spot on? Uh, I don't know, Chris. <laughs> I, I, I've also lost that bit of paper, which That's had been predicting Watford to beat Spurs. I can't believe I, I, got... I like the way that when when we're picking these games, we're we're not putting Chelsea in. Maybe we should put Chelsea in. No, no, we don't need to do that. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not predicting against my own team. Um, no, but so, just... so we've got yeah. So we've got a guest predictor lined up for next week, but. If um, if anyone wants to join in, just just drop us a note and uh, we'll get you involved. Yeah. Uh, so next week's guest predictor will be Greg. Uh, he's a Birmingham City fan, um, and he will be on and uh, he'll be doing the predictions. And that again will be on on Facebook and Twitter. So we've got the reveal of the weekly teaser. Now, have you actually have you actually thought about it, Chris? I, I've had a thought about it, uh, and I'm not going to lie, I've really struggled. <laughs> it, I, it's just so difficult because it could be. I'm thinking it could be one of about five teams. Oh, yeah, so difficult. That, that narrows it down. Well, well, yeah. Um, I am going to say. Uh, 
Oh, this is difficult. So it's a 1992-93 season. 92-93 season. Alright, okay. I am going to go with Cardiff. No. Oh. <laughs> I'm not sure that... They, I don't think they were even in the league then. Oh, I don't know, do I? I can't remember that far. Oh, I don't want to tell you. I want to keep you guessing. No, I, no, don't do that to me. I'll it just Google it. It was Crystal Palace. Was it? So it was Palace, but Middlesbrough and Forest that went They weren't down. even in the five I was thinking either. <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't have gone very well, would it? Okay, so um, that is pretty much it for this week's podcast. Um, I'll just go through a few ways that you can get in touch with us, obviously through Facebook, which is really from the Sideline Podcast. YouTube, again, is the same, View from the Sideline Podcast. Um, you can get in touch via email if you want to email about any topics that you might have. You can also eat, uh, Facebook us topics, tweet us topics. Um, you know, we'll go through them and have a look like Adam did this week. Um, and he brought up a very good topic that we are actually going to use. Um, so you can get us on email from view from the sideline at hotmail.com or Twitter is VPTSL podcast. Um, just give us a tweet, give us a like, subscribe on YouTube. And Rich is going to talk about what we're doing next week. Yeah, so next week, because the uh, lack of Premier League games at the weekend, we're going to do we're going to do a special edition of the podcast. So next week, Chris and I will be picking our combined Premier League eleven teams from players currently in the Premier League. So let's see how uh, how close we are with the teams that we pick. I'm sure majority of Chris's will be Chelsea, but um, we'll yeah, see. We'll all see eleven will probably be Chelsea. <laughs> yeah. but if, if you want to, if anyone listening as well, if you want to um, send us on uh, any of our social medias, your eleven, um, and we we you know if we've got time, we'll read through some of them next week as well. Yeah. Um, just just to just to echo what Chris has said. So thanks to everyone for for listening and subscribing and following us on social media i think we've we've just hit over 200 views on youtube um so bearing in mind we've only been going for a couple of weeks it is it's it's sort of beyond our expectations so totally uh, yes spread the word spread the word yeah well that is that is it for this week's um podcast we'll be here again next week um so it's bye from me and bye from me